The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, we tried to chat with him late last week. He hadn't touched foot uh, on solid ground. He hasn't he hadn't, he hadn't even, even stepped on solid ground in about eight weeks. Since March 14th, he'd been stranded on a cruise ship with about 50 other Canadians. Um, Evan Herbert is from Lethbridge, and he'd been working on a nine-month contract with Holland America when the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued a no-sale order. He was then transferred to uh, another ship, the Diamond Princess, where he was stuck. Until this weekend, Evan joins us this afternoon. Hey, Evan, how you doing? Hello, Jalen. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm doing okay, and it's great to, to talk with you. You must be so happy to be home. It is very interesting to be back on land after so long. I spent uh, 300 days in total from when I left Lethbridge to when I returned to Lethbridge. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wow. Um, your sea legs are going to be with you for a little while, let me tell you that. So give us, take us take us through all of this. When we tried to hook up with you on, on uh, I think it was Friday, actually, you had just heard word that you might be getting home, but I want to backtrack a little bit. Can you take us back to the, to the moment when you found out that you were going to be stuck on that cruise ship and you didn't know how long for? Well, I mean, it was an evolution of the pandemic for us on the cruise ships as well as it was on land here. Um, So March 15th was the last day that we had passengers on board. Um, At that point, they told us as the employees of the cruise ship that we were to be out of service for two weeks. Mm. So we went to anchor at the Bahamas for what was supposed to be two weeks which would have been fine. I mean, none of us were really concerned at that point, but two weeks turned into three weeks, and three weeks turned into six weeks, and then six weeks turned into forever. So it was just a matter of uh, waiting. And then uh, a lot of us by week six to week eight were getting a little bit fed up with uh, what was going on. So... We started talking, and then uh, eventually on May 5th, they told us uh, they were going to repatriate us from the Bahamas in Nassau. But however, um, the Bahamian government had other ideas, so the ship tried to dock, and uh, we were denied access. Mm. So that is when uh, you contacted me the first time. Mm-hmm. Of course, with the Wi-Fi, I couldn't talk, but... Uh, May 9th, we finally were on a plane, so that's that, that was good news. Give us an idea of how things changed on, on the ship from May 15th until, I'm sorry, on, on March 15th until Friday when you were given notice that you got to go got to go home like at first as you said okay a couple of weeks we're going to be stuck here at the port at uh, in in nasa and you know we'll we'll suck it up and deal with it but what changed over those those following weeks as feel as far as the feeling on on the ship the feeling among crew members about the rules that you had to deal with while you were on board yeah as i said it was a it was quite the evolution and it's, I mean, it's the same evolution you guys had here on land from what I've heard. Yeah. But uh, the first two weeks, we were quite happy. Um, it, was, it was interesting. We were on the ship 
And, uh, like, I mean, we work there, so this is our workplace. And, you know, we follow rules for our entire lives on board. Um, But this was our first time, first time ever that any of us had worked on a ship where there was no passengers. Mm -hmm. So for those first two weeks, we were having a great time. And uh, the cruise line hadn't really developed the rules that eventually came into place. So we were enjoying the passenger amenities and everything like that. And, you know, we were on vacation (laughs) in the Bahamas on the ship. And then the CDC came in and we're like, no, they can't do that. (laughs) So afterwards then, uh, so the CDC guidelines came in and uh, we went into quarantine. And uh, our quarantine on the ship was very rough. So we have our cabins, of course, which are about 170 square feet in total. And by the CDC guidelines, we were allowed out for 30 minutes for breakfast, 30 minutes for lunch, and 30 minutes for dinner. But then otherwise, we were confined to our cabins at that point. So the last six weeks that I was on board, that was the guidelines that were put into place. Uh, Evan, that must have started to really take a toll just on on your mental and and your physical health. Yeah, well, I mean, we can't get cardio, that's for sure. So physical, (laughs) I'm a little more marshmallowy than I was before. Let's just say that. (laughs) We all are. (laughs) We all are. But I mean, did did your did your room that you were in have a have a window? Um, so the cruise line was great in that sense. They uh, they moved us from the crew cabins, which are windowless okay. and uh, everything, but they put us into balcony cabins that were meant for the guests. Of course, yeah. there was no guests on board, so they were nice enough to give us the balcony cabins, which was nice. Um, so give us an idea when you got when you got word that you were going to finally get to go home. What went through your mind? I mean, because you kind of gone through this a couple of times. Did you really believe it was going to happen? I mean, when you got on the on the plane to actually come home, it must have been just a huge relief for you. I mean, that morning was frightful to say the least, um, because, of course, just a few days before, we had just been denied in Nassau, so we had packed our bags, we were ready to go, and then the ship was turned away. So when we docked in Fort Lauderdale on the 9th, then it was like, are we really going? And the captain came on and was like, okay, so everybody who is disembarking today, please go to the dining room with your luggage. And that was kind of like, the, okay, this is actually happening. And then the uh, the process of getting us off the ship was so easy, and it only took a few minutes. So it was just like, why did this not happen for the past eight weeks? Uh, so um, they took us... Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, yeah, why hasn't that happened? And I'm sure you're asking that question. I mean, have you have you talked to anybody else? Have you have you asked anyone with the cruise ship, like, what the hell took so long? Like, why now? Well, I, I just need to make this very clear. This was not the cruise line. This was the CDC in the United States right. that was preventing us from disembarking. That's the cruise line took very good care of us, as good care of us as they could possibly. As I said, for the first two weeks, they uh, opened all of the guest services for us. Like we could go to the pool, we could go to the spa, we could go to the bar, we could go to the restaurant. No problem. We were on vacation, but it was the 
CDC in the United States that finally okay. cracked down on us, and they were the ones that prevented us from uh, disembarking as well. Mm, frustrating. So, um, so now that you're you're home, I mean, was this your first time working on a cruise ship? No, I've I've worked for the cruise line for two years. For two years, okay. Because I was going to yeah. say that's kind of one heck of a, a rough introduction, to, if it, if it was, to, to say the least. Um, are you going to go get back on one? Of course, I'm going to get back on one. Um, I'm yeah. already in talks to go back in the fall. Um, so it's it's just a matter of time. And uh, also, what I would like to say to anybody who thinks that cruise ships are dangerous or anything, like. Just don't worry, like cruise ships are only responsible for 0.07% of coronavirus cases. Um, The ships are clean. We take very good care of the ship. We take very good care of ourselves. Um, There was three isolated incidences on cruise ships that obviously created fear in the world. But you got to remember, three ships out of 200, 300 ships. So it was a very low percentage of actual uh, disease did, among the ships. Did, did anyone um, with the group that you were left on there with, did anyone get sick? No, the the ship I was on had zero cases. Uh, had zero cases. Oh, you know what, Evan? I, I'm so glad that you're home, that you're back home in Ev- uh, in in Lethbridge. You're looking forward to getting back uh, working the the cruise uh, the cruise lines. You know what? I've been lucky enough to um, be on a couple of cruises over the past number of years. Always have had a had a good time, and I think it's it's going to be interesting to see how this industry recovers. But uh, I know how hard all you guys work, and um, yeah. you guys are the ones that make the trip. So um, I'm glad you're home. Relax. And thanks for joining me finally and enjoy your time at home, okay? Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Take care now. That's Evan Herbert, who is home after spending weeks on a cruise ship. He couldn't get off it because the Center of Disease Control uh, in the U.S. wouldn't let them off that ship. And uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference if you can get out and, and move around on the cruise ship if you're just stuck on that uh, in that room. Oof.